Y'all know what's funny? Every time like somebody puts up like a like a picture of a random dude in the streets to be look like a off brand Tupac, it kinda looks like mm-hmm. actual Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> 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 Marshall Town niggas had a nigga running home. I caught Canel, got me a 38, and I bitch song. Nine millimeter, but red of the 40 cal. Like 23 fresh about the box, bitch, I hold it down. I hit the straw with a chili bowl and a cookie smell. Fast forward 10 years, came back with rollies with golden crowns. Skinny nigga, six wing Welcome back to the Pop of the Man podcast. I'm your host, Jay. With me today, I have the greatest podcast team ever assembled. I got Core with me today. What's up, Core? How you been? How you been? Avengers, Avengers Assemble. You know what time it is. At the line with us today. What's up, Delon? Lake and Brother Jordan. We got John with us today. What's good, John? What's good? What's good, everybody? And we got Jacquez returning from his hiatus. What's what up, Jacquez? What it do? <laughs> and you know what we do? We give our takes on basketball, music, and everything in between. This is episode 66 of the Pop of Demand podcast. Uh, no real announcements other than I appreciate everybody who gave us feedback on our all-time, I mean, our all-decade list for this decade. Even if people that said some dumb shit, we appreciate all of you. Or even if they can't be objective or, you know, whatever. Man, they called us misogynistic, fam. But they called That's us, what killed me. They called us misogynistic for what? Only having one female on the list. Oh, because it's just not because no other female rappers really been relevant outside of the past three decades. I mean, outside of the past three years, other than Nicki Minaj. I will say though, this is the first time we ever had the barbs on our side. So that was it (laughs) is. It's fake. It feels good. It was kind of weird. I'm not gonna hold. Another name that people threw at us and felt that was deserving to be on our list was Chief Keith, who you know pretty much started. The drill, you know, the rise of drill music and rap around the early 2000s. And honestly, we did consider them, but we ultimately left them off. And because of so many people asking why I was in Chief Keith asked, I thought it would be perfect for us to talk about this, our first topic of the day. So far over and under, we have Chief Keith. Take it away, Delon. Okay, everybody. So. Chief Keith was born August 1995 in Chicago. His rise to prominence began in 2011 when he released the mixtape The Glory Road and Bang. He then gained national attention after his 2012 release of his mixtape cut I Don't Like, which garnered over 30 million views on YouTube and made him the poster child for Chicago's music scene. It was a perfect storm in Chicago. Top Lil Dirk, Fredo, Santana, Lil Baby, and Lil Reese were at the same time as Chance the Rapper, Vic Saba, were making noise with a more traditional Chicago sound. Soon after, I Don't Like became a world star hit. It was remaking West on their album Cruel Summer, which started a bidding war between labels to sign the 16-year-old phenom. Eventually, Keith chose to sign Interscope Records and his own label, Glory Boys Entertainment. However, mm. following a litany of legal issues, a couple of poorly received mixed underwhelming sales following his debut album, Interscope dropped Keith in 2014, feeling as though they were not getting a return on their million dollar investment. Since 2014, though, Chief has dropped two official solo albums, 28 mixtapes slash... Jesus Christ. Really? 28 mixtapes. <laughs> Chief Keith has been seen as a pioneer. He brought the drill rap scene to national prominence and is frequently credited amongst writers and rappers alike for his influence on the SoundCloud right Lil Pump and Juice World have all cited him amongst his influences. All of that, and he just turned 24 last week. Chief Keef over under. Who? Okay, a couple of things. First of all, 
Who would you say with those features on that? Um, I hate being sober song. You said Soldier Boy. Oh, uh, no, 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 that's Soldier Boy. Uh, Wiz, Fifty Cent, and Wiz. Okay, I'm be honest. Okay, I, I was so confused. I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember either one of them on that song. I do. Yeah, I can't. Maybe because I ain't heard it in so long. It's vaguely. Like, I don't really remember Wiz's verse. I remember Wiz's laugh at the end while Chief Keith was menacingly just being Chief Keith in the background. I understand. Yeah. But hold on, and he said he's made twenty eight mixtapes since two thousand. What? What? Yeah, mixtapes since twenty fourteen. I know he had about five or six at least before that, and before he got dropped. But since twenty fourteen, he's yeah, he's been working quietly. I think in regards to his music, he's underrated. No, I think in regards really? to his music, he. I don't know, man, because I've heard. Some I don't of his know, post, bro. I've heard some of his posts, like Interscope music, and it was just like. Or, like after Chief Keith came onto the scene, there wasn't really a progression in his style. So he kind of just like Chief Keith 2017 was still the Chief Keith from 2012 in regards to his music. And that just, that evolution, I don't know. But when finally Rich dropped and when Chief Keith first came out, yeah, you know, finally Rich bag, man. man, finally Rich is a classic. I was going through that last year. Yeah, I'm telling you what, it's just the fact that Chief Keith. Like you said, never evolved as an artist. That's the thing about drill music. Like you rarely see a drill music, a drill musician, like really become something more than a drill besides rapper. Dirk. And it, give him. it was size little, it was size little Dirk. But I mean, how could this little Dirk? No, I'm not style? saying that. Well, a lot of people like his music, but it's not drill anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. he completely yeah, he changed it. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, and the reason he had to change it is because drill music is pretty much dead. Like it's it's almost not existing. Like no, literally dying. Honestly. Yeah. Like. Yeah, most of those artists pretty yeah. much died off, and so anytime you were nice at it, you kind of died, and so there was nobody to progress and get better because them niggas all passed away. Uh, and with that being said, Chief Keef was like one of them soul remnants who actually lived on. But it's, it's, to me, for me, it's crazy because I thought Chief Keef just wasn't releasing music anymore. I had no clue that nigga was putting out twenty eight mixtapes to five years. Oh no, people just ain't listening. So that, that that even that even resonates more to how dead drill music is if the pioneer of it. If the face of it was releasing more drill music, even though other even though others were dropping like flies, the fact that Chief Keith himself was still putting out content and nobody was checking for it. But when it kind of after he moved out of Chicago, which he was rightfully did, that's when like he started to niggas weren't really fucking with him no more. Like the city weren't really fucking with him. They stopped. They kind of stopped. Yeah, not stopped yeah. Him, but you know what I'm saying. Like they weren't really which is the, fucking with that nigga anymore after that. Yeah. Yeah, because the essence of, of drill music is clout. It's, it's clout right. driven. If you ain't got clout, your drill music ain't hidden. And I guess that's what your key problem was. What you doing for me lately? You ain't at home. You moved to California. Yeah, you ain't, ain't coming back. Niggas so you, no more. You know, we, we look at all of that. that and the other no more. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's exhausting being a drill Promise, rapper, to be honest. It's going from you. being out in the field 24 7 to moving to the sub, you know, to moving to California and just living a lavish life. You know, the music, it ain't going to be the same anymore because you can change your environment, which ain't nothing wrong with it. It's no, your life. Nah. But yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say this. Uh in in terms of like our list, our all decade list and leaving Chief Keep off, I'll have to say he's overrated in that sense. Yeah. For the simple fact that he helped cre- he did help create a subgenre in drill music. The drill music died. He didn't help it progress. Yeah, it, it died within the first half of this decade. Like it started in the first half of the decade and it died. In I wouldn't say it died. Now, it died as in it wasn't as mainstream, but it's still like like a lot of like I probably you know what I'm saying with Ken Dog being my brother, I, I've consumed a lot of fucking drill rap in my fucking day. 
Yeah. So yeah, oh, you know okay about so, like, this now. I, I still know a lot of some. It's some, it's some de- um, decent, you know, what I'm saying drill rappers out there, and that still put yeah. out a lot of music that people still fuck with, like to this day. But like a uh, King Von, he's probably the most popping in Chicago right now. Him and uh, yeah, I'm saying like, I'll say this like drill music became like a national phenomenon in the early 2000s, kind of like how trap was reemerging. In the early in the early um 2010s i think i might said 2000s for drill the other 2000 for drill and trap they both had a resurgence where they became like national subgenre of rap where everybody was either a drill rapper or everybody was trapping but the thing about it is trap music actually evolved and it's still going it's still like the bigger subgenre in rap like a lot of people are still making trap atlanta based music wow there's wow even outside of the city yeah, even outside the city like you, you'll hear like people in Mississippi, like people in Mississippi, I'm gonna say famous for, but people in Mississippi, if you listen to the music they make, it's his heavily Atlanta driven trap music style music. Like that's all a lot of people in the South even make now. But drill became a national phenomenon outside Chicago just for it to be pushed back. And now it's really localized to just Chicago. I think, so other than Keith, there was rappers like Chance the Rapper who were just making a very, a way more marketable sound. So then the same thing happened like a little bit later. Because basically the same thing that happened with Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka pioneered the sound. Chief Keith honed in on the sound, pioneered that. So all the people who now cite Chief Keith as their influence are making a way more marketable sound that can be played more. The Uzis, the Juice Worlds, and the people like them. So in that, Chief Keith's original brand gets lost. Yeah, especially when you think about And then Chief Keith kind of never stood a chance when you talk about market marketability because that nigga was, it got banned from the BET Awards. So at the height... At the height of his power, yeah. he couldn't even he couldn't even perform <clears throat> there. Yeah, couldn't even go. He, he had which means he had all of the he, all the stardom that he had to get dropped from his label. Like he dropped from the label from two years later because like they were paying so much in legal fees for this kid. Like he was shooting at cops, like all this stuff that was happening. So it's hard to like he probably could have had a career. I didn't like, like guys like uh, Herbo and like I said Herbo and Dirk. They're way more relevant than he is right now, just because they. Were able to switch them. Yeah. He can't. He could. He wasn't able to switch his sound up, and it still sound good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or to rebrand himself I, at I, all. I mean, he tried to rebrand himself. He, did, did anybody listen to Thought? Yeah, that's why I said. I, I no. Nah, yeah, Cole played that bullshit for me, <laughs> and I was highly upset. But you know, it is what it is. Like, you, shit. Hate to see it though. Yeah, I. I probably say his influence in in rap. I, I, it's 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 a tough. This is like the hardest over under we've ever done. Cause I really don't feel like he's overrated. Cause people don't go around talking yeah. about yeah, this cheeky that, you know. <laughs> really no pun intended. And no I can't and I can't call him underrated because I'm, I, feel, yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel like the issue. Like he really yeah, he really the, in the, the middle of everything. Only, honestly, like the issue he's been only for a while. because you know the the whole the the list. You know, yeah, that, that's the whole thing. People people weren't that. people weren't looking out looking out for him, caping for him until we until we put the the list out. Which, like I said, I mean, this might be a case where it's just like he's neither overrated or underrated because everybody, it seems like a, enough people remember what he has contributed to rap, but not enough people aren't going to say like, oh yeah, he should be like, you know, one of the most, he's the most influential of this decade. Kind of like what people were doing with Kid Cudi. Like, that might have been a better one to do. Yep. Niggas were wild with Kid Cudi. It was like that every rapper this decade has been uh, touched hey. by Kid Cudi. Hey. I want to take over the account that day. I really did. I really, well, maybe we should really did. Because well, they were wild on with that. So how's that sound, Delon? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. But about you, though, one thing I will say is 
the reason why, even though I mentioned Chief Keith when we did the list, the number one reason why I didn't bother, really even bother putting drill artists on the list is because I look at it like this. When it comes to being influential and creating a subgenre, it's up to those artists to maintain it. And if you don't maintain it, it's not going to really mean as much in the future. And I think what really hurt drill music was that a lot of those guys weren't really rappers. They were really in the streets. And then the music they were making was about what they were really doing. So if they shot somebody on Tuesday at 3.30, they're in the studio at 3.45 rapping about it. So either one, you die, two, you go to jail, or three, you just completely leave your environment. And and obviously, either you're not going to get no music or the music isn't yeah. going to be the same. So it really left a void in the it really left a void in the genre, and that's what hurt it. So you got artists like Lil Dark who pretty much moved to Atlanta, and he doing whatever they doing. You got... Little baby, uh, he dropped music every now and then. I think yeah, he, he in school. school or something, right? Yeah, uh, G Herbo, he still dropped music, but he really kind of took over though. I ain't really doing drill music; I'm just doing music now. So even when you look at our drill artists, is relevant right now. They not really even doing exactly. drill music. So, I, so like, yeah. So for me, I just can't sit back and say that there was a staple in hip hop that's gonna be, you know, beloved forever. People in it left it like they. Either by force or they, or they chose the lead. Exactly. So, so like, if you also, I'm gonna say this: if you want to be upheld and respected and loved and cherished by all, you gotta maintain what you're doing. And if you're not gonna maintain it, people are not gonna support exactly. it. And I think that's the problem with Chief Keith's career right now. He's not really keeping everything up, and he's staying. I agree with that, Cole. Huh? His influence is underrated, though. I just think that his music is overrated. His influence can't be denied, though, when we're having all of these rappers say Chief Keith, Chief Keith, Chief Keith, Chief Keith. But his music, though, yeah. Speaking of niggas that disappeared in the early two, 2010s and now making a reoccurrence in our daily lives, <laughs> Dwight Howard. Thank you. Dwight Howard Ooh. has recently been picked up by the Los Angeles Lakers. They have agreed to a non-guaranteed contract, meaning that at any point, if they feel like Dwight Howard is not worth it, they'll just wave him and send him packing. They have stated, they have pretty much expressed to him that we just need a rim protector and a rebounder. That's all we need from you. Can you just do that and nothing else? And Dwight says he's more than happy to just fill that limited role. Do you guys love or hate this move for the Lakers? Because a lot of Lakers hate this move. Almost I don't, I don't know what move. other option they had. You, you feel me? Like, I just don't know. Like, they really shot themselves in the foot giving y'all a uh, Zubac for nothing. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. Joe Kim Noah is literally no better. He's probably, you know what I'm saying? He'd probably be able to accept the role better. Like, there's a better guarantee that he'll be able to accept his role. But there's literally mm-hmm. no other move they could have made. And literally, as long as Dwight Howard just goes in and does what he's been doing when he was successful, which is set screens, catch lobs, and uh, rebound and play defense, when that's what he was doing when he had his most success and not try to go out there and beat KD. Then you know what I'm saying he'll, <laughs> he'll be fine. Honestly, I, I think it's a good pickup just for that reason. It's kind of like I said, and I've been telling Laker fans this who've been like, you know, feel like it's the end of the world. I said this is this is a minimum contract. This is a minimum non-guaranteed contract. This is a player that's not even supposed to be a difference maker. Like Dwight Howard, like he's supposed to be like the 15th guy. Like that was the kind of contract you get to, like the last guy on your bench. If you if you can sign a guy to a non-guaranteed contract and he comes in and he just center, you won. You won. You, you ain't supposed to get no contributions from that kind of a guy on that kind of contract. 
And I feel like Dwight Howard is more than capable of rebounding and protecting the rim. Because he was still getting, he was still doing, he was still putting up blocks. Shit. Okay, honestly, I'm, I'm a yeah, fan. I, I feel I, I would feel more safe with fucking Dwight than fucking Boogie Cousins after the shit I saw. The shit my ass witnessed. Now I'm say this. A lot of them really believe uh, that DeMarcus Cousins, because that's just how delusional they are. They just believe that, oh, DeMarcus Cousins, y'all didn't give him a fair chance because of, uh, you know, because of his injury that he sustained when he was with the Warriors. He was actually returning back to form. He was going to, he had lost weight. Like, cuz it's gonna be that guy again. I'm like, man, we talking about a seven footer with an Achilles tear. That's not in the shape. form. Yeah, That's not in shape. Like, even though he, even if he slimmed down, like Kobe, like Kobe was probably like one of the most in shape players ever. And even he still, still was the not the same, even after the Achilles tear. And he was, you know, he had a lot less, you know, weight and size to deal with. And so I was never really sold on Boogie being a major contributor for him, but he was a minimum contract, so he was worth the risk. But that's the thing about it. Just like how Dwight was a, is a minimal risk with being on a minimum contract, that's how Boogie was. So now you lose him, you can play him with a, a center who can possibly give you somewhat production because you got LeBron James AD in your team. You just need guys who can play who can just play roles at this point. And you, like I said, like Joe Kim Noah, I think he could be a fine backup center. I would have been mad if the Clippers picked him up as our backup center or like a third-string center. But yeah, don't. And, and, and the white wouldn't even be started. It'd be Javel, right? Yeah, I see. We don't know yet. Well, I mean, Javel had a really solid. Oh, solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, Javel. I mean, Javel kind of felt like the starting rotation for a while last year, and you know they didn't even have centers on their team last year. It was Javel, Zubac, and, and some old uh, niggas, and he won't right. even start in every game. You're right. So, you're right. He see just started out really hot. Yeah, yeah. That's you know what I'm saying. Basically. Yeah, they. They even traded for Tyson Chandler just to start him over um, Javale at one point. Damn, that was a. Yeah, did that resign? Tyson Chandler? Nah. I don't think I'm pretty yeah. sure niggas not in the league. I'm fairly certain he is not in the league. Big three time. But yeah, I think this is a big three time. Nah, you just need to go home. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> But like I said, I think this is a great move for the Lakers. Like if it don't work out, so what? You go back to not having a center, and uh, you can just pick. You can just pluck another minimum contract center from anywhere. So I think, and like or I said, at, I the, think, at the worst case scenario, throw LeBron at the four, throw uh, AD at the five, and just you know run a small lineup. Like, at, at worst, I thought they didn't want to do this. You know they don't. I just think it's unfortunate because they had the opportunity to sign up uh, Taco Fall. They had the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, that, that wasn't going to work. I what, mean, what the, they, I mean, the center marketplace is so yo, depleted. That is true. That it wouldn't have hurt yeah. to do it. And now but, there was a. a but at the time they had, you know, Boogie Cousin, they were just, you know, they're Lakers, man. They were delusional. Oh, yeah, we, know, we, got, we got a big three. We got Blake Cousins, AD. They could go back to how they was, and they add LeBron. Oh shit, that's number one in the West. Oh, we got they Rondo. Everybody, no, no, don't forget they brought up Rondo. We got Rondo. Oh yeah, we, we got Rondo. He better than Chris Paul right now, man. Did you see man. the last time Rondo? Hey, don't you dare say big three. It's a big four because you're gonna disrespect Kuzma like that. Facts. Mm. Kuzma's yeah, got Kuzma, he the Kuzma. best scorer in the league. Kuzma, Kuzma just got cut from Team USA. Danny Green got three rings. Danny Green got good karma. Look, come on, man. But I'd like, I think we got Avery Brown. Hey, I'm going to 
You good on the Celtics for Oh man, it's three and D right there. He gonna hold all the best point guards in the NBA. Yikes! Big yikes! I think we... y'all know yeah, how I, I feel about it. It's good as go get for the Lakers. When you look at the roster, you look at the pieces they got. You can't complain about getting Dwight Howard because who else was you go get? Y'all spent the entire free agency losing out on quality role players for a superstar that wasn't coming. And now y'all got to pick from the bottom of the bear. You can't complain about picking from the bottom of the bear if you got if that's all you got. I'm it's your only option. So welcome to White House. Move your arms and get used to it. Because if he get cut, you got to call Joe Kim Noah. Is that, is that really what you I'm want? I'm going to say this. That nigga, uh, Avery Bradley and Ray Jarondo were some of the worst rotational players in the league last year. And if you are okay with them being on your team, then, I, then Dwight Howard can't be that big of an issue for you. Exactly. But I think we're all in agreement on here. Shout out to Dwight for making his return. So to LA. I think it's, I just I just love cosmic jokes like this. The fact that everybody hates him, but now they kind of got to rely on him and they're going to be counting on him. I know I, I, I'm really going to bet on Dwight being a difference maker for this team and the fact that he's going to play the exact role and I think he's going to be fine there and Laker fans going to end up cheering for him and I can't wait to see that happen. So shout out to Dwight. That's what I don't understand though. They complain about him like he Lance Stevenson and Michael Beasley. Exactly. Like, do they not remember they what they had they, last year? They don't. They, bro, they just, they don't. Bro, they, they talk about a playoff. They, they really think that the AD, the Boogie, and the Rondo they getting is the same AD, Boogie, and Rondo from that year they was all in the Pelicans when they went to the playoffs and embarrassed Samuel Lillard and them. Lakers go learn dog. Exactly wait. why I'm not a Laker fan no more. That's, it. That's literally why. Every niggas, last one I'm thinking. Niggas, oh. niggas delirious. Hate to see it. All right, let's move on. Speaking of delusional and delirious niggas, Chance the Rapper Yikes. went on a uh, Great segue. post. He went on a post interview uh, run, you know, talking about his album and things of that nature. And he was asked by Ebro e- brought up the fact that he made a top 50 list. And Chance said, Was I on your top 50 list? Ebro said, No, you're not top 50 yet. Ebro, wild for that. Be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know, say he said he said Chance Will will do this right now. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying like before that he said, "No, nah, Chance, you're not my top fifty list yet." He brought wild for that to begin with. He, he was respect. He was he was showing Chance respect. Yeah, he's trying to be respectful. He he's trying to be respectful. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did put Ace Ferg on his list. I'm almost certain he did. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, but that's not even, that's not even part I want to talk about. So after after uh, Chance heard he was not top 50, he then told Ebro, I'm top five all time. Top five, top five, top five. And almost everybody in the room head exploded. It was like, Chance, come on. Come and on. Then he said, and I'm not five. Peter says, you four? He said, <laughs> he said, I, he said I'm not five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was weird too. It was like, yeah, like so, so, so if you're not five, where, where you at? Yeah, chances want to let you know that he ain't getting in there. You know, he ain't a cusp. Like he ain't just five, barely made it. Now that nigga in the top five. Like he's one through four. That's what he wants you to know. Man. So I think I, I feel I feel it's partly the blame because of our all-time decade list chance making it. I feel like he saw it. I feel like that's why he was emboldened to be able to say something like this. But I'm gonna say this. I think we all can agree that Chance, Chance wasn't even top five on all decade list. He definitely top five all time. So, nigga, we talk, had to argue to get him on the on the damn list. That nigga exactly. ain't barely. That nigga barely top fifteen. 
Exactly. And that was and that's not even counting like skill, music. We were talking about his influence, the fact that he helped lead. He's like one of the faces of the digital streaming era. So we gave him we gave him some props for that. So I'm gonna ask y'all this. What I'm I got some I got some um categories and I wanna ask y'all is top is chance rapper top five in any of these categories. But can, can I ask y'all one we... question before you get started? Okay, go ahead. Go did ahead. Did y'all peep the, the in that very same interview? Did y'all peep his uh freestyle? Yes, I did. That, oh, yeah. Wait, that was, I think, was, it, was that the uh, that was, Sway that was interview? Day. That was the same day, I yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the same, same day. Interview. Listen, Yikes, I, man. I watched Yikes. it. I watched the whole thing. It wasn't that. The thing was. Man. Man. Listen, 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 listen. Him, like, all right, let's just freestyle off dumb. Let's just tell a story. That was, you know, for what that was, that was a freestyle. <laughs> and then it's funny because the super freestyle started, Ferg's like, hey, Chance, remember them times back in the days when we was going through the, hey, Chance, like, hold on now, I got a wife. So you can see for the first five to ten minutes, it was <laughs> Chance trying to find that balance to make sure he's still. And that's why, and that's why he's a suffer right now. I mean, you got Ferg over there talking about, man, three years ago when we was Chance, like, hold on now, Chief. You're talking about slipping on semen? Man. Wow. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, my bad. I said Ferg. I said Rocky. My this. bad. All right. Let me ask y'all this. Okay. Is Chance a Rapper a top five husband? Can I name five husbands better than Chance a Rapper? Jay-Z. Huh? No, no, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Wait, 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 OJ Simpson, yep. Jay Z. That's what we doing today. Riley, <laughs> Bill Clinton. That's what we doing today. I heard, I heard Kelly. I heard R. Kelly's a stand-up guy. Uh, oh yeah, can't can't, can't forget about him. The chat is going to can't forget about the pop Bill Piper. Bill Cosby. Hey man. Okay, no, 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 for real though, it's it's J Cole, it's J Cole, then it's uh. Yeah, push. Oh, yeah. oh, we talking about rapper, rapper. Uh, no, 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 just in general, just in general. Is he a top in five? General? Yeah, he's top five all time husbands. Like, you know, chance that he top five all time. So I'm saying, is he, I, Hell uh, nah. he, he can't be talking about rappers. Barack Obama. Wait, would you, would you, would you say J. Cole though? Because J. Cole kept, kept the fact that he was with his girl, like, quiet for a long time. No, no, he's just a private, he just right. a private nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of uh, people do that. Cause, yeah. I think yeah like, no no kids. I mean like, I, I, I got two kids right now like right yeah and people yeah, don't know that I understand I was I, yeah the exact I, that, I was I was just curious because you know you know you know some some people are it ain't like he out here I, I, I'm, I'm assuming he not out here just wilding so he was he was hiding his wife from the world yeah. or maybe she didn't want to be it. in a you know what I'm saying a spotlight in a spotlight yeah. but uh let's see John Legend he pretty that's pretty that guy pretty nice oh yeah John bro, Legend bro, oh, like, Oh, Steph Curry, Wardell, the goat. Facts. LeBron James. He might be. He yeah. might. He might be number one. Oh yeah, LeBron. Yeah. So chat. So yeah, that that that, that nigga is yeah. that nigga is far. That nigga is that nigga is far from top five. Being in the top five. five. Oh, he, okay. He, he might be top five. Man, so when he, he making clothes about photos of his wife, then lunch. he become top five. No, no cord. No cord. <laughs> this, this nigga made an album about his wedding. Mellow. He shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we hear you, Corey. We hear you. Oh, okay. So, is he a top five person? Where the number three? 
Fuck no. No. Hell. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Damn. Wait, wait, are we counting are we counting 30? Chris Paul on the Clippers. Chris Paul on the Wallace. The fuck? Man, Allen Iverson, D Wade, Chris Paul. Uh huh? couple other things. I'm trying to think of some more. Four right now. <laughs> four right now. <laughs> name two more. Y'all better name two more. I know, I know it's another three in the NBA. He's number five there. He's he's only five. Top five, top five, top five. Nah, I got I'm I'm trying to think some football niggas right now. Babe Ruth? He wearing number three? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Babe, yeah, Babe Ruth. (laughs) Thanks. There we go. Chandis Parker. Parker. Nigga, Ricky Rubio was number three, nigga. Y'all, nigga. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Nigga, Dale, uh, Earnhardt wore that. Doug McDermott wore that shit, nigga. Y'all fucking sleep. <laughs> Y'all nigga sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, top five person to claim to be independent. Macklemore. Goat. Macklemore. Mac Miller. Oh, uh, oh my God! Uh, Young Dolph. <laughs> three. We Web got three. Boosted. Come on, y'all. Web and Booth. Web, Web and Booth. I and D E P. Yeah, Web and Booth. Me and we go. Our Neo girlfriend, Miss Independent. Relax. 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 I got my wrist. I don't know about that one. I might, I might, I might get a chance. I might get a chance over that nigga. <sighs> So, so Chance said top nine uh, independent niggas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He 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 overruns. That's, that's, that's the one thing I give him. He overruns. Yes. 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 Is he? Hey, man. I feel like I think this is hilarious. Y'all niggas argue like hard to get that nigga on the list. And two weeks later, y'all slandered <laughs> nigga, six days later. Like, because nigga said Doug and Dermot are better number three. In my, in my defense, I thought it's just said he top 15, but we, we damn sure know he ain't top five. Oh, shit, man. That's funny. He top 15 in a decade. Man, he top 15. Two different top five to wear a hat with the number three on it. You know what? You know what? You know what? He is for some fact. I don't know two other people that ever wanted that. So by default, so by default, him, Justin, and I saw a random dude walking down the street once with it. So, he got one. Top five Christian rapper. No, he ain't even top five. Well, I don't really know that many Christian man. You know what? I'm gonna put some of the boys from my hometown that was Christian rapper. My uh, he, lost, he lost it at NF guy. Any NF for Christian rapper? Yeah. Yeah, he's... <laughs> yeah, Christian rapper. NF Christian rapper. Uh, let me see. DMX. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we got NF. We got Lecrae. My high school. Snoop Dogg. Did Snoop Dogg put out a gospel album? I put these niggas on their list. If we weren't sure, we got to get a gospel album. Hey, did Boosie do one? Did I just make it up? I feel like Boosie ain't talking loud. I don't know why.
Kurt Franklin when he, when he visited Brother Plaza. Speeches. Facts. Who Plaza? I'm in the pool. This was a bit. This was a good idea. I'm glad I thought of this. But Chance, keep your head up, fam. I'm glad you did positive after the week you had, the past month you had. I know you love your wife though. This uh, man he probably, his business. He top five guy to ever love his wife though, maybe. Is he, is, he, is he top five nigga to ever dance in the video? In no. one of those little, uh, what's it called? Oh, TikTok video? Yeah, them little TikTok videos. He might be. I don't want to be a nigga to dance in TikTok videos. <laughs> the baby. Right, so he, so he get another one by default. Yeah. That the baby, Chance, the, the nigga that with the green oh, hair how about- Chance put in the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rico Nasty. Oh, yeah, Rico Nasty. Chance that five. Yeah, Rico Nasty. He top five. I'd love to see it. If Meg make one tomorrow, uh, she she take his spot. Facts. But, <laughs> <laughs> in other news, uh, earlier this week, I, might, I think it might have been this week, Royce White took to the airs <clears> to <throat> give his support to Carmelo Anthony, but also just the hell out of Jared Dudley. And to call out LeBron James as well as fight Kendrick Perkins in the Twitter group and the Twitter um, comments. And I feel like he argued with somebody else too, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, in essence, Royce Wright was basically saying that you can't tell me that Melo, there's, there's 150 people better than Melo in the league. There's, there's Melo should be on a team somewhere. And he says, I think it's particularly bad that LeBron James, as influential as he is, as, as, you know, who LeBron James is, he can't convince the Lakers to give Carmelo a spot. But Jared Dudley has a roster spot. And so, which then Perkins came on and said, you wild and Then Royce White started posting pictures of um, Malcolm X saying, this is what this is the problem. Y'all don't care about mental health. And then Kennedy Perkins said, yeah, you're right, because something clearly wrong with you. And, uh... And Royce White also called himself a professional. He said, when you play basketball at the highest level, which he did for three games, and in those three games, he only played three minutes. But we go, I digress. Uh, yeah. That nigga, bro, Melo, we've already, we've had this discussion many times, bro. Yeah. Melo, he's it's not, there's not, there's not 150 people better than him. Yes, obviously, like, obviously. But why would you, why would you, is it, well, I mean, keep, do I keep that thought going? Somebody left. Yeah, keep going. Just okay. complete it. Uh, why would you? Why would you sign Melo, where he needs the ball to be effective? He's not good on defense. He can't really rebound. When you can sign a young guy, pay him. Uh, when you and let him develop and go, go have growing pains. Because you're not, you're not gonna get anything out of Melo, honestly. See, Russ White is saying Jared Dudley. Why Jared Dudley? Jared Dudley is a better three point shooter. He needs less. He doesn't have to touch the ball to get hot. And he's gonna play good defense. And he's gonna be a team guy, a team morale yeah. guy. If Jared Dudley, yeah, if Jared Dudley doesn't touch the floor for ten games, he ain't gonna be on. You know, there ain't gonna be no camera saying, "Hey, Jared Dudley, how you feel about not playing for ten games?" Now, if Melo had the same treatment, and he would just on, he would just suited up and not playing. You know, it'd be a nationalist news story. Like, why isn't Melo getting touches? Why isn't Melo playing? Yeah, you don't want that drama. There's no no you know, say no reason for it, honestly. But that's not the point I wanted to talk about. Whether. Carmelo should be employed or Jared Dudley should be unemployed. Is it unfair that LeBron has his expectation put on him that all decisions run through him? We we know it's been a running joke with the GM jokes of you know going back to the um Cavs, where it seems like what he does is pushing the team 
in different you know directions and even now like with the whole get the kids out of here it seemed like he manufactured that whole ad trade along with uh you know his boy Mav. yeah with math so is it unfair is for royce to come out and say look i think it's wild that i think it's wild that lebron uh is supposed to be carmelo boy but he can't get carmelo on the um on the lakers i don't think it's wild like let's say like you own a business or let's say like you're a, you're a tenant you you um you rent out houses if you know your friend not gonna take care of the house and do pay what he's rent. supposed to do and pay the rent and but he your boy so you know he you're not gonna get on it he know that you're not gonna get on his ass and you know what i'm saying then you're not you just not it's a better decision for you not to, to put it's him. a better business decision right yeah it's yeah. a better business decision not to uh you know put your boy in there I, see, it's that- as simple as that but see that that means that Melo, I mean that means LeBron will probably feel like that mean by saying that that means that LeBron will be admitting that he does not think Carmelo deserves to be on a roster. Not, it's not saying. even that a roster; it's their roster. Because like, all right, you you go from being the man, like even that year in Oklahoma City, you know what I'm saying? He was mm-hmm. uh, he averaged he didn't average bad points, and he wasn't he didn't look like. He, was he, he didn't look like the, he didn't look like the like you know what I'm saying the 151 best player in the fucking league you know what I'm saying he right. was far from that but it's just like the nigga didn't he didn't I, I wish was, I could find this plus and minus from that I don't feel like he had, he wasn't a difference maker yeah he yeah. wasn't a difference maker at all which is why I think he'd be fine being like the 11th to 15th man on the roster but that's not what Melo wants that's what exactly. teams know and that's why he won't be on the team but I will say this it is unfair for people like Royce White or anybody to say, hey, LeBron, if you think that Miller belongs to be on the team, go talk to the Lakers management. Because I don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you guys feel like if LeBron wanted Miller on the team, he would be on the team? He would. That's yeah. Like, I think he would. I'm not going to cap. Wait, he Jordan. would. We, we, we talked we talk about this. Everybody uh, forget. Corey talked about this uh, a couple days ago. Uh, like, like, oh, you know what, Corey? Go ahead. Because I already know what you're about to say. Go ahead. Do you know how Jared Dudley ended up on the Lakers? When he went into his interview with Woj, he said he didn't call Rob Falinka. He didn't call Jeannie Bus. He called LeBron James and said, hey, fam, I always want to play with you. Can I get a roster spot on the team? And then he ended up on the team. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so when I saw what Royce White said, I agree with it. I just didn't like the way he called out Jared Dudley. Because yeah. you can't be mad at Jared Dudley. Like, I, I look at it this way. I don't yeah, think Melo called him LeBron yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, uh, I exactly. I don't think Melo is calling LeBron at Dwayne. Hey man, can y'all give me a roster spot? I think he's just waiting patiently. But for somebody like Jared Dudley, he know what his role is. He know what he gonna do. He know that he fit well with LeBron, so he called and asked. I think Melo a little too proud to do that. And ain't yeah, wrong with it. I definitely feel that. Close my So, Rose White Wilder. I think that's the, I think that's the bottom line here. We all can agree there. But it's, like I and like you said, it seems like LeBron could get Melo on the team if he wanted him there. I really believe he should be there. But LeBron, you know, LeBron's smart. He know he know he know, what, wrong. he know what Melo's agenda is. Melo still sees himself as a productive player, but that's not yeah. what Melo is anymore in terms of like contributing. Also- if he could make the roster last year, what make you what make you think he gonna get it this year? Exactly. Like exactly. I, I was like, what? 
Because this 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 a team that's supposed to you know win a championship win. last you know last saying? year they were they were expected to uh you know make the playoffs you know they weren't they weren't expected to contend they were only expected to, to contend just because LeBron was on the team now like this is the team that you know got got like top three odds to to win the championship so yeah he, that that wasn't that wasn't gonna happen facts but shout out to Jared Dudley. For being a role player, Facts. and no, Facts. and no, and no, and no one is role. Yeah, because a lot of, like I said, a lot of players don't know how to do that. And George um, Rose White, stay, stay on the ground, fam. Don't go nowhere near flames. But anyway. <laughs> y'all wild. Put, actually, man, I ain't worried about Melo. Put Royce back in the NBA. That's who that I want to see in the NBA, fam. No, man. Who he, the hell? He was, I want to know who the hell was like, man. Let me interview Royce White. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> was he at the big three? I think it was at the big I mean, three. I, I thought it was the honestly. It could be that, too. I have no idea. I know the crazy thing is TMZ recognized Royce White. That's exactly. That's all I'm like. Because I, I, I was thinking, I was like, bro, who the fuck is this, bro? Like, I was, I'm real with you. I could have ran into Royce I'm White on the street. I wouldn't know who he was. I know his name, but I would not have recognized him. I'm saying oh, yeah. in his defense, he's like 250. They knew he played for somebody. They just didn't know what he played. <laughs> Why Nick can't have his NBA court? So what? Uh, uh, nigga didn't kiss the J. Cole reference. I said, why nigga got to be in the NBA? Yeah, there you go. Why nigga got to be in the NBA? Why he uh, can't have his NBA? Uh, Man, he is the only other player on earth that's built exactly like LeBron. He ain't playing. So he ain't doing nothing else in life but hooping. Okay. All facts. But let's go on. So it's time for Who's Wilding? Core led segment where he tells us who's been wilding during the week. Core, who do you have for us this week? Ah, man, for who's wild in this week, it's you niggas. I gotta say it. I hate to say it. It hurts my heart, but it must be said. I am, y'all, y'all know this. I love chicken, just like everybody else. Yeah. Especially if it's fried. But I just like, I, I, I just can't wrap my head around this. I understand that Popeyes is fire. Popeyes is good. But why are we having a civil war over chicken sandwiches, people? Can anybody answer this for me? I mean, every single day, I look at my phone. I'm thinking it's a new topic. It's something important, and it's everybody arguing over chicken sandwiches. Can y'all please explain to me why is this thing? And why is it lasting longer my, than a week? My nigga, like this, it's a I, I went up there to try the sandwich, and like, bro, like them niggas been running out of bread, and like niggas been outside, like <laughs> lying to me, like wrapping around Papa. I was like, bro, like this shit ain't that serious, like. What the fuck? It ain't. Like, it really ain't. And I, I'm saying, and I'm a person, whenever Popeyes gets them, I always pull up for I ain't even went to get the sandwich. It's a sandwich. Like, I know what I'm going to get. It's a Popeyes on a sandwich, fam. Like, it can't be nothing And it's else. funny because it's been out for like a little second because I remember when they first dropped it. And I was like, oh, do I want to try this? And I was like, I'll get it another day. It was <laughs> out for a little second. And that bitch decided to just, and it just popped off out of nowhere. One who got it popping. It was somebody on Twitter. That's the thing about it. I feel like it's that's the crazy thing about Twitter. Twitter can create, like we say, like this is just Twitter. a phenomenon. Yeah. We just say Twitter is just you know Twitter, and even though it is a minority, it's really an echo chamber. And the things that are said on Twitter could then reverberate and end up becoming a reality outside of Twitter. And I'm gonna say this. I got just one big question. The the thing that surprised me the most isn't the fact that people are going crazy over the over the um the chicken sandwich. We've seen stuff like this happen before. We've seen people go crazy about some trend and be like, oh, I want to be a part of it. So they want to say, I want to go try it. Cause like that's that's what this is. It's been a week. Yeah, that's what. That's what this, it's been a full week. Yeah. That's what makes it crazy. I know, but that's the thing. Like Jacquez said, they still people are running out, so they aren't even getting a chance to try it. So 
it's going to continue until everybody has had a chance to try it. But the thing that confused me the most is I did not know that Chick-fil-A was the number one undisputed chicken sandwich in the world before this. I didn't hey, know that. That's why I didn't chicken know that. sandwich fire. I ain't going to lie, bro. That, that, if I if, uh, if yeah. I get past this press at Ole Miss uh, at the what's the name it, I'm going. That's all I ate from Chick Fil A. Oh God, it's a spicy chicken sandwich. Is that in the fucking little chicken meat box in the morning? That's the only two things I get from Chick Fil A. I, 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 I might be wilding though, because I I mean I've I've eaten it before, but I wasn't no particular crazy about it. Like I would think like, oh man, this is a revelation. It's the best thing I've ever had. Mm-hmm. No, it ain't no it ain't no shit. That I'm like I gotta get this shit every fucking day. Like it's a it's a it's a yeah. alternative. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. I can't get no penny first today. I, 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 I ain't gonna hold y'all niggas. Popeye's better. It is. I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm take your word for it because I ain't going Popeye's no time soon. I don't eat Popeye's anyway. No, I don't either. I'm saying I'm saying the sandwich is better. Yeah. Because then guess about the, I mean, Chick fil A sandwich ain't nothing but the chicken strips, which are very good on bread yeah. or some pickles. Right. That's it. That's what all it is. Like, you, you, you can make shit at home. That's why I was so confused when niggas said Chick fil A. Finally got somebody to get us a competition. I didn't know them niggas would run it. I didn't know them niggas were the best. That's why I was confused. Nah, I ain't gonna I'm lie, bro. Niggas about. do love Chick Fil A. Like people, like, I ain't gonna say they niggas. Do. People yeah, in general do. just love Chick Fil A. Like if, <laughs> if you ever like just driving through Oxford, just just look at the line of Chick Fil A, bro. bro I, thought turn, I thought they turned. I thought they turned up for the bites and the strips. I didn't know niggas were going there for the damn sandwich and the pickles. No, nah, that's for the sandwich. Sandwich. Nah. The sandwich is fire. I'm be honest. The strips. It's always been me to Chick Fil A. I'm, I'm gonna throw that out there. Yeah, you gonna pick the wrong one? Yeah, I mean, you pick the right Shout out to the real chicken guy. Shout out to Zaxby's. Niggas be sleeping on Zaxby's. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm telling you, Zaxby's sliders are fire. I love them damn little, them little chicken sandwiches. It's, it's a little, it's like the bite side chicken sandwiches. See, man, this, 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 this where the whole like regional divide uh, comes through because you know we don't, we don't have Zaxby's up here. Zaxby's trash. Wait, wait. Hold up for one second. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What did you say, Delon? We wait supposed to be slandering people. Who did you say, Delon? Zaxby's kind of kind of trash to me. Oh, man. That's crazy. Oh, you just had it one too many times. It's all this, Delon. No, I haven't. I've had it about three times. All trash. Oh, uh, you got trash. You get through the breading and the chicken is so just plain. Okay, okay. Chick- okay, Zaxby's or Cane's? Zaxby's. They both easily. Oh, they both Zaxby's easily. Yeah. Maybe maybe the lines don't. Lines, like, do you like chicken? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm taking Chick-fil-A over all of them. John, okay. John, where do I get that chicken from in the murder mitten? If y'all ain't getting it from. <laughs> 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 if it ain't well, from Popeyes like, or they... Chick-fil-A, where would it be? Well, it, it's definitely Chick Fil A only, but it's 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 mainly it's mainly because it's mainly because there's only like five Chick Fil A's in the whole state. Damn. Oh shit, man, that's crazy. No. I thought Chick Fil A was. Hey, my no. nigga, I just got working. Did y'all see that one restaurant? It's called Chugging and Jive. Oh <laughs> my god. Yeah. The name I already released. The song on me over, fam. Oh, they got a song? Bro, this nigga this Core was listening to it, bro. It's so funny. I ain't gonna hold y'all. That shit look appetizing. I was, it, it did look good. No, it, it looked good. good. It, 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 but the, it did look good. I, I read but the I, first comment. I thought it was like, y'all come try a chicken sandwich. And this girl went the fuck in on them niggas. I was like, wow, that shit was funny, bro. And I didn't realize the name was Shucking and Jiving. I mean, niggas oh, been... Oh, my God. I mean, niggas mad about the name of the place, but niggas been Shucking and Jiving for a Popeye chicken sandwich. Oh, God, they've been Shucking and Jiving. Bro, niggas been throwing away an hour. The niggas waiting in line an hour for a fucking chicken sandwich, bro. So wait, what is where the Mac chicken? Where does the Mac chicken sandwich rank all time? Man, the spicy McChicken, chicken, <laughs> fucking top five. 
Because that bitch Stop. always going to be there for you. That Man. bitch always going to come in clutch. Man. It's the most reliable, but it's not the best. Okay. Yep. Have you ever it's had reliable. spicy meat chicken? The spicy meat chicken be hitting. If you went on I'm gonna say this. I do. So this has been a minute since I had a spicy mac. Yeah, they stopped fucking with them, but them bitches be hitting, bro. Hey, the only place I know that still got them is on the coast, but them bitches be hitting different. Y'all call them? Y'all call them mac chickens? It's just yeah. it's more of a yeah. accent. It's mac chicken. Oh, okay, it's that's, a mac okay, chicken. That's that's an accent. All right, all right. That's I. That's that, okay. I was I was just curious. I I, I figured it was that. <laughs> <laughs> all all, all, all y'all niggas are saying the murder meat. He said y'all call it a mac chicken. That boy said it. Right. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking down at y'all. Hey, you know what? Okay, okay hold on, hold on, hold on. Disgusted at the, the, the number of times we've said the word chicken on this podcast today. I'm fucking <laughs> disgusted. Oh, I got one. I got one. Actually, actually, now I'm thinking about it. We are all wild and right now. We have fell into the trap that we were supposed to be planning. We we ain't we ain't no better than. You. No, right. I got a question for y'all though. John, do you say Big Mac or Big Mac? I say Big Mac. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> but no, the, the no, the thing, the, the thing is like, it's like the Mick Chicken is spelled like M M C, like right? Is yeah, it, it, yeah. It, so what the basketball and hip hop news? Oh, Thanks. okay. Yeah. We'll move on. We'll move yeah, we, on. we got. <laughs> we'll move on. Chicken we'll niggas, niggas. If y'all ever seen Undercover Brother, yeah, do y'all remember when General's Fried Chicken they was brainwashing black people with chicken? Yes, I think that's what's happening. Right dogs, bro. The- oh my goodness, yes, that that was a funny episode. That's that's literally what's going on, bro. If y'all see them videos on Twitter, that's literally what's going on. Is is yes, bro. Like people, a, people, people going crazy about you know when you know they only got so many chicken you know chicken sandwiches in there. So when they run out, you know people start people start wilding. Like we are li- literally living in an episode of uh, the Bulldogs. Who's it. wild was brought to you by Shucking and Jiving this week. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> the last topic I got for the afternoon is De- Devin Booker. I think we might be late to this topic, but basically Devin Booker was in practice saying, "I don't want to be double teamed." Joe Kim Noah said, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to double-team you. Yes, we are. And uh, NBA Twitter, NBA players and sales got into an uproar. Yeah, Gilbert Arena saying that, look, if you want to become a better player, that's what you got to do. That's what you do in practice. You shoot over double-teams because when you get a game, that's what you're going to be shooting over. He had a former player that used to play with Kobe saying that when he was in practice, they would double-team Kobe. He would score, and he said, Nick Sines sent three more. Uh, then you had Andrew Iguodala said that him and Draymond used to double-team KD in practice, and that nigga get mad. Then, then KD said, if it was a pickup game, I would have left. And then niggas on tw- then, tw- then KD got into an argument with a random nigga on Twitter and said that uh, if you need help, then you should leave the gym. It was like, my nigga, that's not basketball. Like It's a, it's a five-on-five, not a one-on-one. Right. And, and, K- and KD was like, nah, nigga, go home, work on your defense. Niggas said they work on their defense in the game. What you talking about? And so... Uh, man, so, I I feel really strongly about this shit. All right, so these not, these I, I won't I think I don't think people understand these aren't like all right Jordan like the shit we be doing like this ain't like we went to the park and hoop or we going to Ole Miss gym and we just hooping. These yeah. are before all of those videos they do like professional workouts with professional trainers, and then they run yeah. uh they run a game to like use the shit that they was just working on and training to fucking score and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Devin Booker, like Devin Booker, he commented, he was like, "Bro, if I wanted to fucking work on passing out of double teams, I could did that shit in the crib with my homeboys. Like I'm here to fucking work on, like you know what I'm saying, whatever the fuck I was working on." 
And that's mm-hmm. what niggas not understanding. Like, this is a fucking a pro run. This is a fucking like work on your shit, nigga. Like, I of course I don't want to be fucking double team if I'm out here trying to work on doing side steps to the left. And uh I'm cooking your and I'm cause he was cooking them niggas. If you watched the whole video, he was cooking the fuck out of Yeah, them. yeah, I most definitely understand that. But but I do understand, but I was like, my nigga, I ain't me personally, when I'm in the fucking uh gym, I don't think I've ever like Make like actively double the motherfucker, like was like no sir. I may have seen a weak ass nigga dribbling the ball up, and I went and trapped this goof ass because he can't dribble. But I ain't never like was like double that nigga. I ain't never did that <laughs> shit. No, you know what? The thing no. is, but niggas ain't Devin Booker. Like Devin Booker gave niggas seventy two yeah. in regular in regulation. So you know if you telling no, nah, but I, I mean Snape, I'm saying, but I, you know I, I was on the coast when he was there. Like I don't hoop with some niggas. I ain't hoop with him in general and him him specifically in high school, but. I hooped with the niggas. He was like, you know what I'm saying, on par with back then. And yeah. I ain't never seen like a nigga like get fucking dope. Like I'm from the coast. And that nigga, when he was down there, like he, we don't double niggas. Like he don't fucking no. double no, no more. No, no, fucking no, no. I agree with I agree with you. Like I, I've been in jail multiple times and we ain't never doubled a nigga. Maybe like in a post, like people crash down the post for somebody to go up. Yeah. But nobody, yeah, but you're, somebody yeah, on the perimeter, yeah. Team. Yeah, nobody's ever made a nigga come up the bar because they too good. Like, nobody has ever done that as far as I've ever seen. But I'll say this. That, but then it's like, looking at it from what you said, Jacquez, said this was a pro run, and they just got done working with professionals. So the whole point of it was for them to practice the things they had just worked on. From that perspective, it makes zero sense why uh, they would be a double team. Because if, if it don't, if the, if the score don't matter, the whole point is just to work on your moves. No, and, no, the yeah. score, right, the score matters. Because you, you know what I'm saying? The score, because like, you know, they, it's competitive drive. That's why Joe Kinoa did the shit. Because Joe Kinoa was like, all right, Tony Snell, you can get shit cooked. You know what I'm saying? Somebody go help that nigga. Because he didn't want to lose. Because, you know, they basketball players. Niggas hate to fucking lose. Yeah. But the, but at the end of the day, they, what they really did, their primary goal is to work on shit. And then the secondary, like, pushing force to make them actually go hard is, like, winning and losing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm going to say this, though. Like, it's kind of what Gilbert Arena said at the same time. I, bet, I guess that goes against what you said. Like, if he didn't work on scoring and passing out of double teams, then maybe he shouldn't be working on it. But at the same time, it's practice. If you're going to – double teams are going to be thrown at you in a – out of nowhere, so just be prepared for it. So if you if you make the right play, and the other niggas on the team do what they're supposed to do, then they'll start double on. And that that's that's basketball. Like I understand, like he he practice, he might be practicing one on one moves, but if, if a two if a two v one if a two v one is thrown at you, just make the right play, and then that's it. That's the end of it. If you make the right play, then the team other teams punished and they can't double team you anymore. Those facts. Those facts. No, I mean you know he could have. Like, I wouldn't complained about this shit. I ain't know. I've never seen somebody actively complain about like do it. Well, I've never seen yeah. nobody really just do that shit. Me personally, and I yeah. do a lot. But uh, I'm saying, I wouldn't. I don't. I ain't. I ain't really agree. He kind of complained about the shit. But I was like, eh. you know, what I'm saying yeah, what he did. But see, the thing is, like, you know, this is clips, so ain't no telling how many times they might have double teamed him up until that point. And he finally got fed up and like, hey, chill out. But at the same time, like. If you want to get, if you, what you gonna do when double teams are thrown at you in a regular season? No, he gonna pass. That's what he said. He was like, shit, because he, he commented, I can't remember it, but I know he was like, shit, if I wanted to work on passing out double teams, I could do that shit to crib. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. I mean, I mean, I'm specifically I mean, here to work on this shit. You know what I'm saying? Work on specific shit. But I'm saying, like, technically, you can work on, you can work on one on ones at the crib with one person. Like, the whole point of running five on five is to get the feel of having four other defenders on the court at the same time as you. That's, that's that's that was my take. Like if you want to work with a professional, you can tell him to come to your house specifically, and you can just work out with him 
and then you run one on ones against one other person, right. and then that's that's the whole experience. Like, but if you if you run a five on five, I thought the whole point was so that you know it's to get the experience of running against four other defenders other than your your guy. Like people stepping up, trying to contest stuff like that. I got you. That's that that was that was that was my takeaway from. It. But ultimately, I have I don't feel too strong about it either way. Yeah, like. I just never, just me personally, I just never seen niggas like actively double a motherfucker. Yeah, because like at the end of the day, this is just we, it's just an overreaction across all the NBA because ain't shit, this yeah. is a slow yeah, news. yeah, ain't shit that's going on. Because when the season goes, but I'm gonna tell you what though, if them book getting his ass cooked in the regular season, niggas gonna bring this back up. I will say that though. But I'll say this, I'm gonna ask y'all this: What is? Because this is what I meant to ask y'all: What is? The one thing I think Devin Booker should work on this offseason, what should he be practicing? Not, if not scoring on double teams, what should nigga, he be practicing nigga on? Nigga, defense. Like, god damn. Yeah. Like, that nigga's, like, literally, like, in the bottom 90 percentile of, like, of everybody. Like, nigga just bad at this shit. Nigga just bad. That bad. I ain't gonna hold you. I didn't know Devin Booker was that bad from the games I've watched, which were mostly Clipper matchups. He usually held his own. Yeah, his off-ball he, defense he, is good. It's his off-ball shit, like... Damn, but nigga. I think that come, I think that comes from playing for the Suns and only winning twelve games. Yeah, and so I mean it's 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 hard it's hard it's hard to say that like like we like we said multiple times like it's it's hard to I mean it's easy it's easy to say he need to work on his defense but at the same time it's hard because when you exerting your energy being the best on and off ball score and being the de facto point guard because the Suns can't seem to figure out how to employ a a decent point guard. It's it's kind of hard to. Yeah, I was also gonna say he needs to work on his off ball movement some too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I I would say outside of defense, I would say yeah, probably his probably his off ball and maybe you know it, it's all it's always uh you know he could work on you know uh like you know uh playmaking stuff like that since since uh like he averaged he did, averaged did almost they, seven did, assists this year he he worked on that and yeah gotten what uh do you, do you know I'm I'm just asking because I'm curious uh do you know how many um turnovers he he um. He uh, average. I, mean, I can yeah. find out for you. Give me two seconds. Yeah, cause uh, did they did they did they draft did they draft a guard? No, they no, didn't. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, because they yeah because they, yeah, they signed Ricky Rubio and they they drafted a guy named Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson, yeah, from from uh from North Carolina when they should have yeah. when they could have had Kobe White. Okay, would have kept their pick. He averaged seven assists and he had he turned the ball over four times a game. Ooh, yeah, that's kind of bad. Yes, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty bad. It, it should, it should. They, they'll probably both go down now that Ricky Rubio is there. Um, you know, he won't, he won't have to, he won't have to play make as much. Um, and I think he'll probably turn, uh, turn the ball over a little less. And I would like, we'll also like him to get back to being the Devin Booker of old because his three point percentage was down this year. Yeah, and but I don't know, I don't know why, I don't know why. Well, that's probably like Jordan said because of that shooting slump. Like early in the season because of his hand was fucked yeah. up. Yeah, but uh, could the latter half he started shooting better from three. But I remember in the beginning he was shooting bad. And I remember because somebody brought it up to me and said, "Man, Devin Booker shooting terribly." And then I like look further into it and he said, "Yeah, my hand was messed up at the beginning of the season." Yeah, and I can I can definitely see him get because you remember that nigga like wasn't like a three point champion or he like lost the Thompson in the championship. He was up there. Or some shit like that. He was up there. Yeah, so he can get back to that. He'd be good. But all right, that's all I got for this week. Any closing remarks? Uh, nah. Feels good to be back. Shit, I mean, hey, Core, Demon, John. Oh, uh, 
Stop eating chicken, eat some cheeseburgers or something. I don't know. That's all I got for y'all. Uh, shout out to Andrew Luck, retiring early chief. Re- retired, retired. You want to retire, Thanks. chief? Don't let these whites tell you what you can. And can that do. nigga wilding. Thanks. We're gonna talk about it on screen. Teach these devils. Speak on it, God. All right. Thank y'all for tuning into the episode of the Pop of the Man podcast. Tune in next week for another episode of your favorite podcast. See you then. Mm-hmm.